Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Today begins a brand new series on a very interesting topic, one that maybe you have never studied or heard of before, but one that I am very intrigued with. And if you'll listen all the way through this, I think you'll be intrigued as well. So this is really cutting edge science in terms of how far they've come in not only regulating what stress does to us, but also finding really interesting ways in determining whether or not that stress is affecting our overall health and our well-being. So today I want to call this HRV and your well-being, which is heart rate variability. And I'm going to begin by backing my facts with some information from Harvard Health Medical School. So we're going to lay a foundation with some facts from Harvard and then we're going to give you seven, well, several tips, actually, um, to help increase your heart rate variability. So first, I need you to understand what it is and why it's important. So information is knowledge, and big tech companies know how important it is to collect and track data. But when it comes to your health, it's now easy to measure and track all kinds of information. In fact, we already know that we can check our weight, our blood pressure, number of steps, calories, heart rate, blood sugar, and we are encouraged to do so. Even insurance companies have adopted programs that that really try to reinforce that so that we understand how important it is to track our own health. But recently, some researchers have started to use interesting marker for resilience and behavioral flexibility, and it's called heart rate variability, or HRV. Well, have you ever wondered what the health impact of a stressful day was? I mean, have you ever thought about what stress is actually doing to you? Now, some of it's rather obvious. I mean, we get headaches. We know that, okay? We know that it it makes us feel agitated. It can make us feel exhausted. It can affect our digestive system, our sleep. We know all that stuff. But, But let's dig a little deeper today. You know, will you perform well during your long run tomorrow morning? Is there anything you can do today that would improve your, your, your ability to have a better day moving forward? HRV may be the piece of data that could help you answer these questions. So what is it? Well, it's simply a measure of the variation in time between each heartbeat. Sounds simple, right? This variation is controlled by a primitive part of the nervous system called the autonomic nervous system, which is the ANS. It works regardless of our desire and regulates, among other things, our heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, and digestion. The ANS is subdivided into two large components, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system, also known as the fight-or-flight mechanism, and the relaxation response. The brain is constantly processing information in a region called the hypothalamus. Now, the hypothalamus, through the ANS, sends signals to the rest of the body either to stimulate or to relax different functions. It responds not only to a poor night of sleep or that sour interaction with your boss, but also to the exciting news that you got engaged or, you know, you're going to have a baby or, you know, or maybe even just a delicious healthy meal that you had. Our body handles all kinds of stimuli and life goes on. However, If we have persistent instigators such as stress, poor sleep, unhealthy diet, dysfunction in our relationships, dysfunction with our coworkers at work or with our boss, isolation, rejection, solitude, and then no exercise, this balance can be disrupted. 
and your fight or flight response can shift into overdrive. So now where does heart rate variability come into this quotient? Well, it's an interesting and non-invasive way to identify these ANS imbalances. If a person's system is more of a fight or flight mode, the variation between subsequent heartbeats is low. If one is in a more relaxed state, the variation beats is high, between beats is high. In other words, the healthier the ANS, the faster you are able to switch gears, showing more resilience and more flexibility. Well, over the past few decades, research has shown that a relationship between low HRV and worsening depression or anxiety has, has come to light. In fact, a low HRV is even associated with an increased risk of death or cardiovascular disease. So this is really serious. Now, wouldn't you want to know, you know, a way to track if that's an issue for you or not? And furthermore, wouldn't you want the opportunity to be able to change it if you could? Well, People who have a high HRV may have greater cardiovascular fitness and may be more resilient to stress. HRV may also provide personal feedback about your lifestyle and help motivate those who are considering taking steps towards a healthier life. So I am going to share with you ways in which you can do that. Furthermore, as a coach, I've invested in this program quite deeply. I have for, you know, uh, actually it's been kind of an aspiration for quite some time now of mine. And I understand clearly, I, and I have a small device that I use when I coach people to, to help them to determine, you know, whether or not their HRV is high or low and to show them how to regulate that HRV. Now, I've just acquired this device recently. So those of you who are coaching with me, if you're listening right now, this is something that if you're interested, we will start doing with you. Uh, but it's fascinating to see how HRV changes as you incorporate more mindfulness, which is self-awareness, that's part of emotional intelligence, things like meditation and prayer, sleep, and of course getting the right sleep, you know, having regular sleep, and then especially physical activity in your life. So here again, we're putting that, that word fitness back in. I know some of you don't like that word, but it makes a huge difference in your overall well-being. And for those who love data and numbers, this can be a very nice way to track how your nervous system is reacting, not only the environment, but also to your emotions, thoughts, and feelings. So the, the gold standard of HRV from those who maybe from a medical background, you understand that it is an electrocardiogram that does this. Okay, so they've been doing this for years, decades even. And <clears throat> this happens in the medical office or in a hospital where wires are attached to the chest. But Recently, several companies have launched apps and heart monitors that do something similar. In fact, they're finding out that the accuracy is really becoming quite, quite good. Uh, not, not as good as in the hospital, but pretty close. So the bottom line is tracking HRV may be a great tool to motivate behavioral change. And measurements can help, help create more awareness of how you live and think and how your behavior affects your nervous system and bodily functions. While it obviously can't help you avoid stress, it can help you understand how to respond to stress in a healthier way. So I'm going to get into a little bit of this tomorrow. I'm going to explain a little bit how this works, and then I'm going to dive into tips on how you can increase your HRV and your life expectancy. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness and routine. So glad to have you on the podcast. Join us again tomorrow as we dive deeper into this amazing topic.